This podcast, along with other fine shows, is proud to be a part of the one and only Throwback Network. Please visit at throwbacknetwork.net. Also, this episode stars Mr. Doug McCoy, courtesy of McCoyCast.wordpress.com. And now, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another 80 to 89. This is for the month of November. I'm recording November 30th, 1980. Well, what you're about to hear is going to be much different than what you're hearing right now. Thanks to you guys, you've been putting those dollar bills into the jar next to the cassette rack at the library and at the different stores and food restaurants that I've been placing these cassettes. That I was able to save up enough money to purchase the Tascam 144, which is a four-channel recorder. And I think what I'm going to do is invest in purchasing myself some really nice microphones and also I'm just going to go ahead and open a studio for this. I think I might call it Mood Swing Studio. That would be a great name. So enough of talking to you on this old thing. Let's go ahead and start this journal. Welcome to Zerbiniger's 8289 Podcast. This is a recorded journal dedicated to the history of the 80s. All music used in the 8289 podcast was written and performed by Manolis and can be found at www.immanolis.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 8289, please take your seats. Are you ready? We hope you enjoy the show. 8289, the show is about to begin. Are you really ready? Hello, my name is Urbanator, and what you are hearing is part of a collection of audio journals that I've been recording for the 80s. I started in June of 1980, and I hope to go on all the way up until 1989, if I live that long. Today is November 30th, 1980, and I plan to tell you what has happened in the past month. There is some amazing news, some amazing technology of which you're listening to right now some amazing music, movies, and a little bit of show-and-tell to share with you some of the goodies that I've acquired this past month. We have a lot to discuss in 30 minutes or less, but not really depending on the cassette tape, because I can always put another one in and then edit it even more. So, wait till you hear what I got. And now, we will talk about current events. Well, first to start off, welcome President... Ronald Reagan of California, who defeated his incumbent, President Jimmy Carter. I promised you, I promised you four years ago that I would never lie to you. So I can't stand here tonight and say it doesn't hurt. I have a deep appreciation of the system, however, that lets people make the free choice about who will lead them for the next four years. I've wanted to serve as president because I love this country and because I love the people of this nation. Finally, let me say that I am disappointed tonight, but I have not lost either love. Thank you very much. Wow, we have an actor who's a president. Whenever are you going to find something like that? 
Never, ever, ever will you find an actor doing anything in politics. This is unprecedented. Dead. Pres- president. Pres. On November 10th, the Voyager program, NASA did a space probe. Voyager 1 made the closest approach to Saturn when it flew within 77,000 miles of the planet. The cloud tops and the first high-resolution images were sent back to Earth, and the scientists hope to put it in some magazines pretty soon, and I hope to see it. November 21st, there was a terrible fire at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino on the Las Vegas Strip, and it killed 85 people. Also on November 21st, there was like a huge record of people that watched the soap opera Dallas to learn who shot J.R. Ewing. And uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you if you haven't heard yet, but it was the butler. And now we will talk about technology. Well, I had to switch back to my cassette recorder for the specific reason that I have with me right here my take Tascam. It's uh, the... 144 Porta Studio that you guys helped me purchase. And right now I'm trying to get it prepared again with another cassette tape because what I use so far is how to use. That's the recording feature right there. It's recording and I'm going to stop that. And I'm going to record and stop. I'm going to try to mess around with the EQs a little bit here and change the input selection there and there that okay that should work so let me tell you a little bit about this using it itself hold on now this may bore you a little bit but I'm gonna go down some of the stats that are amazing with this piece of equipment right yeah this is the TAC model 144 and it's a multi-track recording workstation I guess you would call it it's uh, pretty light it it's not that heavy and well it's not heavy but it's cumbersome it combines a full function four channel mixer and it all goes on to cassette which I love it's so easy to use uh, it's uh, it does full functional recording reproducing signal routing and monitoring so it's wonderful it uses Dolby B type noise reduction which is why this sounds so crystal clear compared to the old days of using my my Radio Shack cassette recorder and I can't thank you guys enough as I go on here the best tape type for this is the CR02 Chrome 2's those are good the output is 0.3 volts, which is great, considering that things before it have been a lot higher in voltage. Uh, the input is a line, or you can use a mic, which I'm using now. I bought a microphone for it. Thank you. Um, and there's a little bit of a noise to it, but it's not as bad as that other sucker that I had. So I'm very excited to have it, and I thank you guys so much for helping me out with it. At the price that this was, I could tell you how much it was. I don't want to boast, but it was 1200 bucks. And thank you guys so much. On ordinary ferric cassettes, recordings are sometimes distorted on the higher notes. 
BASF chrome cassettes sound sharper because they're more receptive to high frequencies. Well, before we go on with music news, I do want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, happy belated Thanksgiving. Had a really good time. I had the whole family here. We all ate food. We all drank wine and we all laughed and giggled. And then we ate pie and then we drank wine and then we laughed and then we giggled and happy Thanksgiving. I'm a huge Eagles fan, but sadly, on November 21st, uh, Don Henley was arrested for cocaine, quaaludes, and marijuana found in his hotel room, along with a 16-year-old prostitute. Uh, She had drug-related seizures, and Don is now charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor being delinquent himself so sad so we'll see what happens with that whole situation Iron Maiden played their first gig with their new guitarist Adrian Smith in London a place called Uxbridge don't know where that is and I can't get there but I wish I could because I really like Iron Maiden and Eddie and rumor has it that it's possible that there's problems with Led Zeppelin they might break up because of the death of Mr. John Bonham who passed away like I told you September 25th hopefully they stick together find a replacement but that's John Bonham so we'll see what happens and now it's time to go down the top 10 US singles for week ending November 29th which was yesterday and I'm going to sing them for you uh, once I figure out all this equipment, I'll hook back up the Casio, but right now I'm going a cappello, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Number 10. It was Dreaming by Cliff Richard. I don't even remember how that goes. How am I going to remember? I mean, it just came out, but... Number 9. Love on the rocks. Ain't no big surprise. That was terrible. I'll leave it at Love on the rocks. Neil Diamond, Capitol Records. Number 8. Starting over. Over. John Lennon, Giffen Records. Number 7. The Master Blaster Jam, and I'm not even going to try to sing it because I don't know how the tune goes. And I'm lazy to go get it because I have the album. Stevie Wonder, Tamla Records. Number 6. I love you more than I can say, more than I can say, I love you more than I can say. Leo Sayer, Warner Brother Records. Number five. I'm coming. Oh, hey. Diana Ross, Motown Records. Number four. <laughs> Another one that bites the dust. You have to say one a dum dum dum. Another one that bites the dust. Hey, hey. And another one's gone. And Queen, Electro Records. Number three. The Wanderer. Donna Summer. I'm not even going to try that. Giffen Records. Number two. Woman in Love, Barbara Streisand. Not even going to try it. Columbia Records. Number one. Lady. I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. 
Do you know that Kenny Rogers is about 10 seconds away from Elmer Fudd? Let me hold you in my arms forevermore. Sorry, Liberty Records. I'm sorry, I'm getting lazy with these countdowns. I'll get my, my Casio plugged up soon. This is the serious problem with my Casio, and I'm going to pull my curtain back here in this journal. I'm going to turn it on. You hear that? That's a speaker. It's working! It is working. Okay, so if I can fix it, let me go to piano. Oh my goodness! So if it's working, then maybe... Well, not this time, but next show, I promise I'm going to go ahead and and uh, put some music in the background, and I'm going to sing my arse off. And now I'm going to go down my top five albums released this past month, starting from November 1st until now. So, here we go. Number five. In at number five is going to be the Eagles live and eagles live was released on november 7th songs included everything you know hotel california was on there uh the long run life's been good joe walsh's live version was really cool it's four albums in there and everything take it easy life in the fast lane desperados on there take it to the limit one more time. <laughs> Number four. It was Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Released November 8th. And I had to get it. I, I like Motorhead. They, they're they pretty weird. But that one song. The Ace of Spades. Heard it on the radio. It was released October 27th. I had to get it. I just had to get the thing. From then it goes ding 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 and then the ace of spies the ace of spies I could sing to I could be rich I don't know what I'm doing here recording for you number three Auto American by Blondie this album is awesome it was released November 28th which was two days ago and I think I got it yesterday the two songs I like on it right now are The Tide is High which is a cover of the Paragon song Titus High, and then Rapture. And she raps on Rapture, and rapping is cool, especially when you hear Blondie do it. But these two songs alone are a good reason to buy that album. Number two. Memories like that my I'm sorry. I, I have it. I had to buy it. Barbara Streisand, she is so cute. Uh, she's released this album, came out when, I think it was November, I think it also came out November 28th, and uh, I bought Guilty before that, I liked it, I'm sorry I'm guilty of liking Barbara Streisand, she's awesome, she's like whipped cream, number one. and the number one choice for this week, the REO Speedwagon High Fidelity album, get it, love it, own it. Uh, don't let him go on there. Keep on loving you. You take it on the run, baby. And there's a couple other ones on there, but my favorite is when he does that uh, 
when he says the word ever. You ever hear him say ever? Ever. Right. It's just funny to me. That was released on November 21st, and I actually just bought it today. So, that's my top five albums for November 1980. And now, we will talk about movies. Well, I saw a movie that was pretty stupid, actually, but it was fun to watch. It was a, a supernatural slasher horror film directed by Uli Lamel, and it starred Susanna Love, John Carradine, and Ron James. Interesting movie. It was about two children, Willie and Lacey, who were punished by their mother's boyfriend, and Willie takes revenge by stabbing the boyfriend with a knife. Well, then 20 years later, Lacey and Willie, now adults, are being terrorized by that unseen force, which is the boogeyman, and uh, a lot of mayhem ensues. So if you'd like to see it, it's still in the theater. I don't know how long. I'm sure it won't be too long. Um, it's about 82 minutes. By the time they believe in him, it'll be too late. The boogeyman. He's going to get you. Yeah, saw it November 7th. I liked it. It's It was fun. I, I guess I was Halloweened out by the time that this came out. That's it. Go check the movie out and tell me what you think. And now we will have a little show and tell. So since I've got my Casio tone here working again, I figured why not talk about it. This is the uh, VL tone. It's, uh, it's sort of like a keyboard. Now I can't get it to work, right? Yes. I'm going to see if I can play you a beat while I talk here. Hold on one second. I'll play a... Oh, I didn't hit it in time. That's rock, baby. So what it does is it, it provides me with uh, rhythms. I'm going to play you another rhythm here. Let's go to swing. Yeah, you know it. Um, all right, that's enough. I can't stop it. Oh, yeah. All right, so this needs to turn off. I don't want to ruin it if it's working. Because you can sequence music in there, too. It's It was uh, something I purchased about a month before starting these journals. And it's capable of being rewired, which is what I've done. I've rewired it to play like the V5, the VL5, excuse me, which is a polyphonic version capable of playing four notes simultaneously. Hence the music that you've heard me do before with it. The voices it comes with are a piano, a fantasy sound, a violin sound, a flute sound, a guitar sound, and an ad what they call the ad, sir. It's like a digital blip noise. Um, and it comes with the drum patterns to it. It has an LCD layout so you can see what's going on in there. It uh, comes with a calculator, which I found very strange but useful. Um, and it's... I love it. I think it's the coolest thing. It's, uh, it's everything you need. And now it's time for the video game of the month. And now I'm going to go down the Atari Game of the Month with my good buddy, Doug. Hey, 
Doug, thank you so much for coming over. Hey, bud. Uh, thanks for having me over. I wanted to come uh, over and see what was going on, and I see you got this new thing here. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it looks cool. It's really cool. It's uh, that Tascam 144 I was telling you about. It's uh, it's good. it's recording us now, and it's it sounds amazing compared to recording on the Radio Shack cassette device. Absolutely. You get. Uh, can you play Madonna on this thing? I actually can if I if I could find my Madonna tape, but I'll play it for you later. The speed is kind of different, so you have to regulate the speed with this pitch knob here. But, uh, yeah, you could do it, and you could actually record something with it. If I pop the holes on the tape, I could record something to her. Oh, that's something I should do is, like, make some kind of mixtape with uh, Madonna and maybe play some guitar to it or something like that. That's a good idea. That would be awesome. I, so you're saying you could take a tape and mix up songs? I could take a tape and, and add to it. Uh, there's two tracks on the cassette already, like Madonna, for example, and then I could record up to three more channels. Actually, what would that be? Because two of them would be eaten up already for stereo left and right, so I, I could record two more channels with it in stereo or two mono channels and add more music to it or sing to it, and it'll all be there on the tape. Of course, I'll ruin my Madonna tape, but, you know, it's Madonna. Yeah. I like the knobs, too. I mean, it almost looks like we could play uh, Pong with this thing. Yeah, they are pretty big. They're big rotator knobs on there for EQing. But, yeah, and the switches are huge, too. They're like light switches. But that's what we get back here in 1980. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I'm pretty impressed. Not as impressed as I am, though, by the, uh, the Atari. That's still oh, the yeah. most impressive uh, thing to me. Have you been getting into uh, to any Atari lately? Well, I purchased, uh, it's been out for a while, but I purchased Breakout, and I love this. It's, it's fun. I was, I was researching a little bit. In 1972, the main system came out, and it was built by, I, I forget the name of the company, but Steve Jobs had something to do with it. Who's Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs is one of the guys who's working in a garage at the present moment. He's trying to create a computer. He lives somewhere down in New York. I heard about him. But he also had his hand in the uh, inventing of this uh, particular game breakout and uh, helped build it. And it's, uh, it was pretty cool. And now they finally come out with it for Atari. So I bought it for Atari, and, and I'm loving it. This is fun. So it really is an interesting yeah, I mean, I haven't been playing this one for a while. You know, this is a couple years old, so I've moved on yeah. to, you know, Cosmic Arc and, and other Sequest and, and other ones. But it is kind of like Pong, though, don't you think? Yeah, it's a lot like Pong if you turn your TV on its side. That, that's how I always feel. It's like Pong, Pong Vertical. Right, <laughs> single player pong, and you know, I, I I used to go down to the to the school with my tennis racket every once in a while, and just hit balls against the wall, and that's pretty much what what breakout is like, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It, in fact, it would be like if you were hitting balls against the wall, laying down. Yes, on your side. <laughs> and if I had a paddle controller that was sliding me back and forth. Yeah, that's true. It, what, what you do is put two sets of roller skates under you and just push yourself back and forth. and That would be a fun game to and, do. And you don't have to swing the racket. It just automatically bounces. Well, apparently it is a, a kind of tennis game, isn't it? Because that's the the art that we have on the cartridge. We see a, a guy in, in tennis white swinging a racket. So 
I've yeah. always imagined that what the game is is you're a tennis player who's needs to break out of whatever. Yeah. You know, your your tennis court has been invaded by these uh, multiplying bricks that you just keep hammering and they they disappear. Yeah, and it, the the whole object is is keep the ball in play because as soon as you get it out of play, you, you disrupt and you get so furious that you end up just imploding or exploding depending on how you feel. I, I like a little of both. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you play this with the paddle controllers, I think that's, well, Circus Atari, we played with the paddle controllers too, but I, I just never thought there were enough paddle controller games, so I really like playing it with the, the paddle controllers. It's a little easier joystick. Um, I don't think it's going to give you the control that you need for this. So I'm not very good at this one. I'm, I'm a little better at this one than I am Circus Atari, but still, you get five chances, five lives, and I run through them pretty quickly. I've never really done the same. Yeah, much damage to the wall. But I like that the bricks are color, and mm-hmm. I, I like the little beep boop sound effects that you get. Um, I like to try to hammer up one side of the wall and break through that side, and then the ball will just beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop, boop bounce up there. And and uh, if if it stays in there, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I've done the same thing where I've actually gotten up and gotten a cup of coffee and came back, and it was still working on that wall if you get it timed right. It, it gets faster, though, as you keep going, and you get right. smaller. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's something that that can be very frustrating because that's where I end up dying. It, I die every time, implode, explode, or, or both, and it's it's frustrating. I wish that there was a setting where you could change that. I don't think there is. It, it took me a long time to figure that out because uh, I wasn't even returning the serves the first couple rounds that I played. <laughs> I was just hitting the button and boop, it went by me. I didn't even get one hit. But uh, yeah. eventually I did realize, hey, it looks like I'm getting smaller and you can see that the ball is moving faster. There were some settings. Did you mess around with some of the settings where like you can control the ball? You put a little English on it? Yeah, that's yeah. I've I've done that once so far. I've only had this a couple days now, but yeah, where you can like, if you nudge it just right, it ricochets it a certain way. But you have to nudge it. That's great technology too. It doesn't work nearly as well as it does on bowling, though. I always love when you can control the bowling ball on bowling, and we would just get it right in the middle and, and crank that joystick to knock out all the balls. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you can direct it a little bit. Have you tried uh, the invisible version where the wall is invisible? No, not yet, and I uh, I plan to do that soon. But no, I I still have to get the hang of, of just regular play. Yeah, it's it's kind of you, you don't really know where to hit it. I mean, when you hit the wall, it becomes visible for a second. So if you got a good memory, you can kind of remember. Well, I got to try to hit it here. Yeah, you have to be quick on the ball. Yes. Pun intended. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not that quick, so and I'm not that good at this one. But it is uh, it is interesting. I, I think they ought to do a sequel to it. I think it's good enough to to deserve a sequel. Oh yeah, definitely. I would think that they would come up with something. Maybe something where you have uh, two. Well, the two player mode, of course, but. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe have something on the other side of the of the bricks. So when you break out, you basically are broken in again. Yeah. So it's uh, break out in. Break, breaking in and out. There you go. I like that one even better. Yeah. Uh, maybe they could call it breakout two, super yeah. breakout. But now nah, that's stupid. Could you imagine if you had a whole series of games? It was like super this, super that. That does not make any sense at all. And they're stealing it from Superman. You know they are. <laughs> of course, because he's a Superman. <laughs> yeah, he is. 
They could call it breaking and maybe add dancing to it. That's a possibility. Maybe make a movie you, out of you it. You mean like breaking with no G at the end, just an I-N? Yeah, just a little apostrophe. You are a rebel, Kevin. I think there's a possibility for things like that. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's an it's an older one, but it's a, it's a good one. So I'm glad you did. Not much to it. Uh, not nearly right. as much as there right. is to adventure, I don't think. But uh, it's good for killing some time. So yeah, definitely. And speaking of killing time, you wanna you wanna hook it up and. I saw you brought your paddle over. And, we can do uh, four players on this one, so let's uh, me and you take two paddles each, and let's see what we can do. Let's let's see what happens. This will be fun. All right, man. Let's go. Well, I thank all of you who have listened to this particular recording. Um, remember, you can find these tapes down at the drug fair, the Dart Drug, the People's Drug, your local library. All of those fast food restaurants is along Main Street. You're going to find them right there. Um, thanks to everybody at Highs, at Holly Farms, Geno's, um, Pizza Hut. All of you guys, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll continue to make these journals month to month as time grows on with all the news and the excitement and entertainment that I can find. And I look forward to talking to you again next month. So from here in, you know what, I'm going to name a studio. I'm going to have to come up with a studio name for, for these journals because uh, i got a recording device here. Maybe I can record some music myself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you next month. All Observator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinator Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.